Welcome to Akoben, the Warhorn, with Junius Ricardo Stanton. Welcome to Akoben, the Warhorn, with Junius Ricardo Stanton. The Akoben is an Andinkra word and symbol of the Akan people who reside in Ghana, West Africa. The Akoben is a specially carved animal's horn that makes a distinct, unique sound that the traditional villagers use to call for alertness, preparation, assembly, and in extreme cases, mobilization. We sound the Akoban to alert you to interesting ideas, intriguing personalities, and differing perspectives that you will not find in the corporatist media or their digital platforms. We offer an alternative to the mind-numbing claptrap of the corporatist media and their cohorts. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Greetings to the Internet Radio family. This is Reverend Valentine speaking. You know, for nearly 30 years, I have had the distinct experience of being interviewed over every medium of communication available to the public. And except for the metaphysical underground, I can think of no other electronic venue that has been more progressive, more innovative, more insightful, more diligent, more diverse in its demographics, and more courageously supportive of the truth than this ever-growing phenomenon called Internet Radio. And this is precisely why I'm here to tell you that it is so vital that you give your wholehearted support to it. Tell a friend. In fact, tell two, three, and four of your friends. If you are a business owner, support Internet Radio by telling your customers and constituents all about it. Let them know that there is a legitimate and important substitute to all of the prefabricated, super-censored garbage polluting our public airways today. Don't allow the mass media to continue to treat you like a mindless consumer drone. Enhance your awareness. Indulge your critical thinking, your reasoning, and your analysis. Do as I do. Log on, listen in, and then let it be known all about your internet radio experience. Chimatep, beloved family, thank you for listening. Walk in light. Welcome to our mystical meditative moment where we take time to slow down, focus, do some introspection, calm our minds, and to tap into that greater portion of ourselves, the great I am that I am. It will allow you to calm your mind, lower and regulate your blood pressure, and give you peace, serenity, and tranquility. Sit back, relax, begin to breathe deeply. Let your abdomen expand as you inhale. 
hold it, breathe out slowly, let your abdomen contract, again, breathe in deeply, let your mind wander, exhale, focus on your breathing, Inhale, focus on your breathing. Do not focus on any particular thought or feeling that you may be experiencing. Focus on your breathing. Exhale, inhale, focus on your breathing. Do not allow your thoughts to capture your attention. Exhale, let your shoulders relax and droop. Feel a sense of relaxation from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Inhale, exhale, focus on your breathing. Relax, relax, relax. Exhale, inhale. Focus on the calm of your mind. Focus on the peace. There is no agitation. Just calm, tranquility, and peace. Continue to inhale and exhale. Relax, relax. Count to 10 and you will come back to the present where you will be mindful of your relaxation, your calm, and your peace. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five, inhale, six, seven, eight, nine, exhale, ten, relax, open your eyes and be prepared to enjoy your day. Fully energized, tranquil, and in a mindful state. Peace. Listening to Akuban, a call to awareness, a call to alertness, a call to action, and a call to war with Junius Ricardo Stanton. What do you think? Uh, I think we're in play. Um, the the uh, Klitschko piece is obviously the complicated electron here. 
um, especially the announcement of him as deputy prime minister. And, and you've seen some of my notes on the troubles in the marriage right now. So we're trying to get a read really fast on where he is on this stuff. But I think your argument to him, which you'll need to make, I think that's the next phone call we want to set up, is exactly the one you made to, to Yachts. And I, I'm glad you sort of put him on the spot on where he fits in this scenario. And I'm very glad he said what he said in response. Good. So uh, I don't think Cleet should go into the government. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you think what in terms of him not going into the government, just let him sort of stay out and do his political homework and stuff. I'm just thinking in terms of sort of the process moving ahead, we want to keep the moderate Democrats together. The problem is going to be Tony Book and his guys. And, you know, I'm sure that's part of what Yanukovych is calculating on all of this. Um, I'm I, kinda... I, I, just, I think Yats is the guy who's got the economic experience, the governing experience. He's, he's the guy, you know, what he needs is Cleach and Tony Book on the outside. He needs to be talking to them four times a week, you know. I, I, I just think Cleach going in, he's going to be at that level working for Yatsenyuk. It's just not going to work. Yeah, no, it, I, think that's, you know? I think that's right. Okay. Good. Well, do you want us to try to set up a call with him as the next step? My understanding from that call, but you tell me, was that the big three were going into their own meeting and that Yats was going to offer in that context a, a three-way, you know, the three-plus-one conversation or three-plus-two with you. Is that not how you understood it? No, I think, I mean, that's what he proposed, but I think just knowing the dynamic that's been with them where um, – Klitschko has been the top dog. He's going to take a while to show up for whatever meeting they've got, and he's probably talking to his guys at this point. So I think you reaching out directly to him helps with the personality management among the three, and it, and it gives you also a chance to move fast on all this stuff and put us behind it, behind it before they all sit down and he, um, he explains why he doesn't like it. Okay, good. I'm happy. Why don't you reach out to him and see if he wants to talk before or after? Okay, will do. Thanks. Okay, I've now written, oh, one more wrinkle for you, Jeff. Yeah. I uh, can't remember if I told you this or if I only told Washington this, that when I talked to Jeff Feltman this morning, he had a new name for the U.N. guy, Robert Seri. Did I write yeah. you that this morning? Yeah, okay. I saw that. He, he's now gotten both Seri and Ban Ki-moon to agree that Seri could come in Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So that would be great, I think, to help glue this thing and have the U.N. help glue it. And, you know, fuck the EU. No, exactly. And I think we've got to do something to make it stick together because you can be pretty sure that if it does, if it does start to gain altitude, the Russians will be working behind the scenes to try to torpedo it. And, again, the fact that this is out there right now, I'm still trying to figure out in my mind why Yanukovych that. But in the meantime, there's a party of regions faction meeting going on right now, and I'm sure there's a lively argument going on in that group at this point. But uh, anyway, we could uh, we could land jelly side up on this one if we move fast. So let me work on let me work on Klitschko, and if you can just keep, I, I think we want to try to get somebody with an international personality to um, come out here and help to midwife this thing. And then the other the other issue is some kind of outreach to Yanukovych, but we probably regroup on that tomorrow as we see how things start to fall into place. That clip that you just heard was a clip from a 
leaked phone call between Victoria Newland, who was the U.S. Undersecretary in the State Department, and the ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pyatt, and they were discussing their moves in Ukraine as they were preparing uh, to orchestrate the coup. They were talking about the various personalities involved and how they were going to pull it off. And that sets the stage for what we're going to talk about today, the situation in Ukraine. And I'm going to share a piece that I wrote last week. It's called Don't Fall for the Flim Flam. Quote, the network behind this coup has had actually started planning the coup back in 2011. That's when Eric Schmidt of Google and Jared Cohen, also now Google, but still continuing through unofficially as U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's chief person tasked to plan, quote, popular movements, unquote, to overthrow both Yanukovych in Ukraine and Assad in Syria, unquote. How and why the U.S. government perpetrated 2014 coup in Ukraine by Eric Susie, and you can find that at http s colon forward slash modern diplomacy dot edu forward slash 2018-0604 how and why the U.S. government perpetuated the 2014 coup in Ukraine. The COVID-19 fear porn, the lies and disinformation about inflation and the growing income equality in the U.S. and the truckers' convoy, the media basically ignores them, have all been magically replaced on the front pages and the cable news network by coverage, quote-unquote, of the Russian assault on Ukraine. The Western spin master's machine is cranking up their usual disinformation, obfuscations, and lies to cover the truth behind what is really going on. The truth is the United States under President Barack Obama instituted a coup d'etat in 2014 in Ukraine to set up a pro-Western Quisling government. To see beyond the Western propaganda, okey-doke, and flim-flam, please read the articles on these websites. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash modern diplomacy dot EU forward slash 2018 forward slash 06 04 how and why the U.S. government perpetrated the 2014 coup in Ukraine. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash MRonline.org forward slash 2022 forward slash 02, forward slash 24, what you should really know about Ukraine, and www.politifact.com, forward slash fact checks, forward slash 2014, forward slash March, Facebook posts, the United States spent $5 billion Ukraine anti-government. These articles offer another perspective on what is really going on in Ukraine and name some of the key people and forces behind the happenings. For another eye-opening reality check, watch the YouTube audio of a conversation between Assistant U.S. Secretary of State Victoria Nuland and U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine Jeffrey Pyatt talking about their plans for the coup and beyond. And you can see that at www.youtube.com forward slash watch question mark V equals WV9J6SXCS5K. The U.S. government and their media sycophants lie and demonize leaders to create antipathy towards them to justify the wars, police 
actions, quote unquote, and interventions the U.S. ruling class and its allies launch against them to topple their governments, steal their natural resources, or for geostrategic reasons. The U.S. government and the ruling elite's mind control apparatus are making Vladimir Putin out to be the bad guy in the Ukraine situation, just as it made Osama bin Laden a villain. They said he orchestrated 9-11 from a cave in Afghanistan. No solid proof of that. Saddam Hussein, they said he planned 9-11 and had weapons of mass destruction. Both lies. Muammar al-Qaddafi, NATO bombed his country, savagely murdered him and turned Libya into a failed state. And Bashir al-Assad, the U.S. lied and said he gassed his own people. Do you see a pattern here? Now the U.S. media is saying Vladimir Putin is an unhinged, deranged megalomaniac, but say nothing about obviously cognitive declining Joe Biden. The U.S. political class and media have been demonizing Putin for years. Hillary Clinton and the deep state claim Putin interfered with the 2016 presidential election. A special prosecutor is still investigating that, and several Clinton operatives were behind Russiagate. There are rumors indictments will be forthcoming. I'll believe that when it happens. The ruling class rarely gets indicted or goes to jail. In contrast, nothing was said about Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook and Cambridge Analytica's actual attempts to influence the election outcome. And you can see more information about that on www.npr.org forward slash 2018 forward slash 03 forward slash 20. What did Cambridge Analytica do during the 2016 election? What's up with that? We don't question what the experts, quote unquote, and government officials say because their pro-war barrage is constant. It unrelentingly repeats the same message over and over again. If you do ask questions, dissent, or offer another perspective, you are denounced as a traitor, a tinfoil hat wearer, conspiracy theorist, or crazy. They ignore you, marginalize you, or unleash the full force of their brainwashing attack machine against you. But even before the next Hitler de jour is manufactured and paraded before the public 24-7-365, we are prepped brainwashed and programmed for war. The U.S. loves war. The U.S. has been on a constant war footing since before there was the United States of America. This country has been at war 93% of its total existence. There have only been 23 years when this country has not been at war during its entire existence. If you want to know how they do it, I suggest you read Matthias Chang's book, Brainwashed for War, program to kill the military media industrial complex behind the cold war the vietnam war and the war on terrorism what were we are being told by the corporate media and their digital platform cohorts is not the truth about ukraine or much of anything else for that matter ukraine is not the victimized fledgling democracy being brutalized by big bad vladimir putin ukraine has been in the crosshairs of u.s imperialism for quite some time now the u.s facilitated a coup in 2014 and helped neo-Nazis gain a foothold in the government. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Mark Italiano dot net forward slash eight years ago, U.S. NATO installed a neo-Nazi government in Ukraine. Last but not least, Joe Biden and his son Hunter are neck deep in Ukraine side hustles, but for the most part, the corporate media ignores these facts. You can see it on official investigation and report here at www.hsgac.senate.gov 
forward slash IMO forward slash media forward slash DOC forward slash HSGAC finance report final PDF. There is much more to this Ukraine situation than meets the eye. Don't fall for the flim flam. That's our challenge, not to fall for the flim flam. We have to seek out alternative means to find out what's going on. I suggest use the internet and go to some foreign sources. There may be some sources that have not been co-opted through the ongoing Operation Mockingbird by the CIA. And there are actual histories that have not been erased, have not been scrubbed, that you can find out what's going on. I provided some of them for you. And if you go, just go back, if I was talking too fast and you didn't get them, just go back and replay it over and over again. Get the links and check them out for yourself and then make up your own mind. But I would encourage you to think back and see just how recently things have changed. Up until February, it was all COVID all the time in the news. Now it's all war all the time. It's all Ukraine. We've seen similar campaigns with the run-up to the invasion of Afghanistan where they demonized Osama bin Laden with not a shred of evidence that he was involved with 9-11. The same thing, the same people. You know, this it's a different president, but it's, and maybe some of the players in the Senate are different, but it's the same media that ginned up the invasion of Iraq. They lied and said Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. They demonized Muammar Gaddafi. They demonized Bashir al-Assad. That's what they do. That's how they set up a consensus or a idea or a consciousness or an antipathy against whomever they want to topple, whomever they want to attack, whomever they want to kill. And we're seeing calls in this country. A prominent U.S. senator called for the assassination of, of Vladimir Putin. Now, that's crazy. Uh, but that's what happens in the fog of war. That's what happens when people are gung-ho, when people are warmongers. That particular senator, Lindsey Graham, is a warmonger, just as Joe Biden is. There has never been a police action, never been a war, never been any kind of major military campaign that Joe Biden has not supported or voted for and voted for money to send to that region, that campaign, or to the military industrial complex, just as he's doing with the Ukraine situation, because he knows that to directly put U.S. troops on the ground would be an act of war. Now, there are U.S. mercenaries, there are U.S. contractors there. This whole notion where they're sending arms and volunteers is going to exacerbate a situation that could very well lead to what I'm calling World War Four, World War Five. In my view, World War Three, we've already had that. These are the proxy wars that have gone on since the end of World War Two. Whether it was the Vietnam War, whether it's some of these other these wars like the anti-apartheid wars that the U.S. was on the side of the oppressors, the South Africans and the Portuguese, and various other wars and hotspots around the globe that the U.S. empire is involved in. Now, keep in mind, the United States has a hundred and 80 bases, and that's a guesstimate which includes CIA stations and other uh, clandestine and covert operations bases around the world in 80 countries. So who is the aggressor? Who is the entity that is provoking? And you heard the discussion between Newland and Pyatt, 
and they were laying the groundwork for the upcoming coup that took place in 2014. And so this is what's going on, and this is what's not being presented in the news. They're looking at Ukraine and trying to make it like it's a fledgling democracy, as I said in my piece. It's not. It's a government that has major Nazis and Nazi influence in the government. It's covered up by the fact that the current president is Jewish. So they'll put him out there. They're making him like he's uh, like some kind of martyr or some kind of valiant hero trying to save his country when he's really a, a puppet and a chump for the West. We're not being told what's going on because their whole this the whole Nazi uh, brigade, the Nazi militia, Azov group was integrated into the Ukrainian military. And they have a major, major influence in the country. They are neo-Nazis. And what we're not being told is that these neo-Nazis were actively engaged in the bombing of the region they call Donbass, which is the eastern region of Ukraine that has the most Russian-speaking people who have connections, who are culturally and, I would just say for the want of a better word, ethnically, are Russians who were under such duress that they broke away and they've been victimized by the Ukrainian government just as Crimea was, but Crimea had a referendum and so they voted to join uh, Russian Federation. And so that's why Putin and his legislator uh, body, and in fact, they took the initiative and they passed legislation to recognize those breakaway provinces and regions and Putin just went along with what they did. Now, you could say, well, that was orchestrated or that was done. That was just simply for show or whatever. But keep in mind, they are Russian people. They are innocent people being shelled. So a lot of the the footage that we're seeing, you know, we don't know that the damage is caused by the Russians. That could be footage from those regions because they have been under constant siege and bombardment. But the Western press, the liars and the propagandists aren't going to tell you that. Just like they're not going to tell you all the negative things that happen with the COVID injections. It's just not going to happen. And so in order to facilitate this change and to move forward, because they're getting a lot of pushback, that whole caravan, the truckers in, in Canada was pushed back against the authoritarian regime in Canada, just like the caravan that's now in Hagerstown and Maryland and around D.C., the U.S. truckers are protesting and promoting an agenda of dialogue and freedom. It's just that just like Trudeau refused to meet with the truckers, from what I'm seeing, no Biden administration official has met with the truckers here in the United States. So again, it's it's like just do what you're told, be a conformist, just follow along blindly, be comatose, be a zombie, and let us take you into potential nuclear holocaust because that's what's going to happen. If there is not an intervention by saner heads, what they're doing, what they're now saying that Poland is going to be a fulcrum where they'll, they'll be able to get 
arms and now you're saying Soviet era MiG jets into Ukraine. Well, trust me, the Russians are not going to allow that to happen. The only way it's going to happen is if they just find a way to cross the border with these armaments. And from what we're seeing, some of them have been because the uh, U.S. mercenaries were there before the Russian invasion. So they, they brought stuff with them prior to the invasion. You have to take everything that the corporatist media is telling you with a grain of salt because they're all war all the time. And that's their goal to gin up another war. They, they're angry at Putin because he didn't allow them to do to Syria what they did to Libya. And remember, it was NATO that did that. The French instigated it and the United States backed it along with NATO. Putin also is aware of what the U.S. and NATO did into the Balkans. They, they're aware of what they did in Afghanistan and Iraq. NATO is not a defensive entity. It's the thugs that are enforcers of U.S. imperialism or Western imperialism. And so the sooner we understand that, the better we are in grasping what's really going on. Our challenge is to maintain a consciousness of peace. Our responsibility is to be peaceful. There's a song, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. That's the only way we're going to have peace is if a major component of us are peaceful meaning that we prioritize peace in our personal lives, in our personal interactions, as well as our vision and our desire to have peace around the world. You can't do it if you're not a peaceful person yourself. You can't have it unless we have a consciousness of peace. That is the only way that true peace is going to happen. We can't control the government. Obviously, the government, as we can see, does not been to our will. They're not concerned. They're out of touch with us. They have their own agenda. Unfortunately, the more you look at it and you look at what's going on, their agenda does not entail or encapsulate benefiting us or doing the right thing for us. It's not about the summum bonum. That's not in their consciousness. Peace is summum bonum consciousness. Well, you want the greatest good for the greatest number of people. You want people to have a peaceful life, you want people to have peace in their homes and peace in their relationships, ultimately that will bring a peaceful society. What's happening now in the United States is because of all this hysteria that was induced by the media, whether it was over the so-called public health challenge, it was all about generating fear, hysteria, uh, psychosis, so that people weren't, couldn't think straight. They want to get you agitated. They want to get you upset. They want to get you fearful, full of fear so they can manipulate you. And once you practice centeredness, practice mindfulness, you'll see that there's nothing to fear. And that's the great admonition. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Don't allow them to dupe you, trick you, and bamboozle you into thinking that there's a need for war, just like they did after 9-11. There's a jihadist around every corner. It's like they did with COVID. Oh, there's a, a pathogen with your name on it. Fear not. Things are under control. Your immune system is a divinely designed, divinely operating mechanism to protect you from literally millions of microbes and pathogens. Our responsibility is to maintain a healthy immune system, just like we have to maintain a healthy 
psyche. And the best way to do that is to cultivate peace within ourselves, peace in our relationships, peace in our family. And ultimately, that will resonate out and spread out to peace in the world to the point that you utterly refuse to entertain or take part in anything that is not peace, that does not reflect peace. And that's very difficult, but it can be done and the rewards are great. So we encourage you to cultivate peace, be a critical thinker, and do all that you can to make yourself a vehicle and a receptacle and a transmitter of peace. Till next time, this is Junius Ricardo Stanton wishing each and every one of you love, peace, health, prosperity, wisdom, power, but most of all, courage. The courage to find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in your life so that you can be authentically all that the Creator intends for you to be. And your life manifests magnificently as you, in partnership with the Creator, to make a fabulous contribution to the world. Peace. (laughs) 